0: Hello, and welcome to The Bright Side. I am Dr. Joel Hunter, and I am here today with my father. Yes, Dr. Joel Hunter.
1: Uh, Just so you won't forget us, because we just keep repeating our names all the time.
0: We say that a lot. You know, fun fact, I, I... don't remember the last time I called myself Dr. Joel Hunter, except for this show. I and know. I, and then I say it a lot because I want to be like you. It's re- it's really good if you have memory problems. Just uh, that's, you know, drift up to the studio and, and introduce yourself. Exactly. I, I just want to have the same name. It's the, you know what song was on when I went into work today? I, uh, I My first surgery of the day uh, and it was cats in the cradle. And I was just oh, like, oh, this is, a, oh this, is a, this is a tough way to start <laughs> your work day. Is. You know, I'm going to be like <laughs> you, dad. You know? But Ouch. that's 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 why yeah. I became a doctor, just to have Dr. Joel Hunter, just like you. It was a weird thing the very first time somebody said Dr. Joel Hunter, because I, I had only ever heard your name as uh-huh. that. It was, uh, it was very exciting. So anyway, today on the bright side, uh, we are talking about technology, Which seemed like a good topic because there is a lot of it out there. Am I right? (laughs) I think so. A lot. And it's increasing all the time. (laughs) Things like this new radio. Beaming your voice miles and miles, way farther than you used to. back. When I was a boy, we shouted off a mountain, and now we're talking to these microphones. Uh, that's right. So, Pop, but really, you were telling me before the show uh, that you'd read some article about some of the new technologies I, I that heard, were out there. Yeah,
1: I, I heard uh, today uh, about our propensity to be maybe overly involved um, in technology
0: um, it's like the, think, it's like the new addiction. Yeah, I mean it, that's what
1: it's. It really is. And and uh, uh, this uh, woman, um, Catherine Price, wrote a, uh, wrote an, either an article or a book on how to break up with your phone. Wow! And um, and she was saying that the average American spends probably uh, close to four hours a day uh, either on their phone or some other hmm. um, device, smart uh, device, and and how that it it, it is addicting. Uh, to the point that, it, and you you will uh, be able to explain this, how it just releases little endorphins in mm-hmm. your brain as kind yeah. of a reward. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that was fascinating to me was, and you talked a little bit about this last week, Joel, that th- we think that um, they want to get our attention because they want us to buy their products. Mm-hmm. But really that the, the – Programs have reached such an extent, and the way the um, the internet is is now structured is that we're not the buyers of
0: the product; we are the product.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so, the, so the more they can get our <coughs> attention, the more we can click and it's, investigate. It's what's so been true? Said.
0: Yeah, I, I I saw some uh, some quote uh, not too long ago. Uh, how's that for a strong reference? I, I saw some quote, probably a reputable source. You know, your uh, mother could make a footnote out of that. She could
1: she could make up a name and a title and a page right.
0: number, MLA format. Um, but the uh, but it was that if you if you are on a website for any given amount of time and you haven't found a product that you're supposed to be buying, you are the product uh, that yeah. you're. And, yeah. and it was kind of in reference to Facebook and all that stuff. But it's really true. I mean, about uh, technology and. And this idea, there's this, there's this reward loop. I mean, whether you are a mouse finding the quickest way through a maze or a person who is deciding to, uh, you know, check your phone for the fifty eighth time that day, it's a lot of our behavior is driven by what what will cause that little uh, endorphin release. Uh, and unless you're a geek, you don't ever think of it that way. Uh, and I, well, I am a geek, and I still don't think of it that way.
1: <laughs> but you know what? You have you have so used. Uh, at least some of the technology in such a productive way because I watch you and your son Luke really bond with video games together and you're playing together and you're talking and you know as you're talking you're imparting you know life principles to him you know as 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 you as you um share in the in a common experience with the technology that you have so it's got tremendous benefits even relationally
0: yeah yeah when i yeah i mean that's how i taught him that all of us in some way are chosen to defeat Lego Voldemort in some, (laughs) in some metaphorical sense. uh, That's, that's our, that's our mission, but no, it's true because it's uh, one of the weird things about growing up and, and growing older is, is I I called it once this, the kind of the generational click, you know, you were, you were a part of this one generation and then uh, there's this click and you realize like, wow, the, Nope, I'm, I'm the next generation now because you know, uh, kids that are in, uh, you know, my son's generation, uh, your grandson, uh, there's there's this. It's it's as if they were born into a a culture that they were born bilingual with this technology. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, my three year old daughter can effortlessly scroll through an iPhone and find which app she wants to open uh, during the very limited screen time that uh, she's allowed <laughs> now. Uh, but but it gives it gives it 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 gives a, a certain uh a common language to be able to to communicate with you know the technology that's available because um when i when i am at work listening to cats in the cradle <coughs> it's nice <laughs> to have some way to be able to to do face to face conversation i i had this really surreal moment um this was a couple of weeks ago that i had to talk to lena my my you know my mm-hmm. 3 year old lena on the phone and I, I was hard to talk to her because she kept holding the phone out in front of her face, being like, "Well, I can't see you. I can't see oh. I can't see your face." And and realizing that that's that's how far it's come. That uh, it went from I remember how bizarro Star Trek, amazing it was when Steve Jobs first FaceTime with Johnny Ive, and uh, and then he got irate with the uh, with the with the audience because they all had their phones and they were eating up internet bandwidth, and he's like, "Everyone." Patrol each other. Close your laptops. But, but what was amazing was he was able to face to face talk to Johnny. I and now, I have a kid that it's the weird thing is if you're only talking on the phone and you're not yeah. doing this face to face thing, there are uh, there are a lot of ways uh, that that it it allows communication from a distance and even up close. Yeah, because uh, it's it's a two edged sword because you, there is always something to be able to do with your kids or to do with friends, uh, and there is always a reason. To not go outside uh, and not and not be active, you know, I mean, I'm sure well, it that, has some relationship. I, I, th- I think that, you know, our, our first, especially
1: old codgers like me, the, the first reaction to people spending so much time with technology is, okay, this is going to ruin relationships. I mean, people aren't even going to be able to talk directly anymore. They won't be able to involve themselves. In, but historically, they said the same thing about other products. Hmm. Um, um, it was I think in England that the kaleidoscope was invented and when it was invented it was so fascinating to people this is a true story <laughs> is they would walk down the street and they wouldn't look at each other they were looking into their <laughs> kaleidoscopes and they were saying oh no the kaleidoscope's here people aren't going to be able to relate to each other that anymore is really, that is same amazing. was true with the telephone people thought okay um, was it a telephone or a telegraph probably both of them actually um, now that we can talk over the wire, or, or now that we can talk long distance, hmm. um, um, there won't be a need to see each other anymore, or or, or that will be a substitute for real relationships. That's just never come about. We're we're made for real relationships, and so I don't get overly concerned historically um, that we're on the road to ruin here. Um, I just think that it's uh, <clears throat> we need to uh, help. This technology improve our relationships as well as our learning. It's, and it's, I think there are ways to do that. It's
0: neat to see it, it come full circle um, uh, from it being something that there's there's a lot more room to stay disconnected um, if you're walk <laughs> if you're walking down the street and you're like bloody amazing, oh colors and shapes I've never seen, um, all the way from that which is pretty disconnected um, to telegraphs. To telephones, to teleconferencing, to FaceTime calls, and now this next wave—that uh, I don't know how long it's going to take to to reach more of a more of a, a groundswell where there's more people—it it, kind of hits critical mass. But this new virtual reality stuff, because what they're spending a lot of time doing now is getting the uh, time, the ping time down for for uh, getting the information across and back. Uh, for for actual yeah. facial expressions yeah. to be communicated and stuff.
1: I've actually uh, got some, I just read today, some some technological breakthroughs in 2018.
0: Maybe we could talk about those when we come back. Ooh, that's an excellent teaser. When we come back, we're going to talk about technological breakthroughs, and we'll see you in a few minutes. <music> Welcome back to The Bright Side. Pop and I are talking about Technology Today, I'll clarify, POP is Dr. Joel Hunter, uh, and I am also Dr. Joel Hunter, so that should be relatively easy to keep straight. Easy to remember, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And and just, we usually open up this second segment mm-hmm. introducing our guest, mm-hmm. but our guest, last minute, had to go someplace and attend to an emergency, mm-hmm. and so now, it's just us with, as Tom said, seltzer down our pants. <laughs> he said it's an old vaudeville
0: <laughs> trick to entertain the audience. This is a so, true story because, because there is a generational gap. I heard him say... You guys will have salsa down your pants, and I—I uh, I was furiously looking it up on the internet to figure out what that meant, so I could nod along and be like, "You're not kidding, a ton of salsa," but I guess salsa down your pants is a thing. But that explains a lot because there's an empty chair there where normally a guest sits. Exactly. So today we get to interview each other.
1: That's right, and we're not going to tell you who didn't show up because. When he uh, walks out of his house and all four tires are flat, then that you won't know uh, who did it or who to who
0: to blame. Yeah, that's right, Mister Mark Cuban. <laughs> 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 um, so you were you were talking. Um, oh, and <clears throat> remind me, Tom says that I've got to say sometime midway through that you're listening to the bright side oh, yeah. and who we are, because apparently if you're listening. It's very likely that you didn't start the show with us, and you won't end with us. We're learning this. If, We're learning that's about right. this, and this, if this radio relate, technology. No hard
1: feelings. Not no at all. No hard
0: feelings. In the first segment, we talked a little bit about uh, technology, and uh, if you want more detail than that, uh, I'll give you some right now. <laughs> And that was that. It's pretty neat, and it's doing a lot of really neat stuff. So before the break, you were talking about there's a couple of other uh, breakthroughs that. Yeah, uh, I read read an article
1: about the most significant uh, technological breakthrough, the ten most significant technological breakthroughs in 2018, and I thought I'd just go through a a few of them. I'm not going to do all ten, but they they really were. Uh, pretty fascinating. Hold well, on, I'm going to do a roll. Okay, number, number one. Number one. <laughs> we start with number one. <laughs> Artificial intelligence is getting so good at identifying things and um, and reproducing them with such uncanny accuracy uh, that that pretty soon AI systems uh, will be able to spar with each other. Yeah, there, there's 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 such a thing called dueling neural networks, hmm. and what this is is one set of our you know visual. that's the
0: synthesizer more boring version of dueling banjos it's, <laughs> yes it's yeah, a it, lot. it's very electronic music it's not very good i it's a it's a Skrillex song go ahead dueling yeah this neural is the networks. visual the ding
1: ding ding the visual um 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 match of uh gosh i just lost that word <laughs> the visual equivalent of ah, dueling banjos that's gotcha, gotcha. okay so um in this particular scenario, there is one system of AI that creates images, and then there's another system that can point out um, the flaws that help them uh, be identified as fake. Hmm. Uh, they're just images, made-up images. <clears throat> but from that, the first system learns how to cover up that flaw. Hmm. And and now uh, these things are becoming so sophisticated that People literally will be able to make up videos that other technology cannot detect that it's a fake. You know, you've heard, you've heard fake news. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. now you can actually make it, and it looks real, and nobody can tell that it's not. And so it's a it's a little bit unnerving. Yeah, uh, because um, if it 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 would be fun for entertainment. But if you can't tell what's reality, mm-hmm. and and you haven't got that kind of detection, I remember when I was a boy. Uh, um, you're going to hear a lot of this. Um, this part, one of the scariest movies was Invasion of the Body Snatchers, um, and and this is this is where these uh, alien beings would come down and they take over a human body, um, and you could and you could tell um, be only by at least uh, you know. The, the people in the movie could tell uh-huh. only if they saw a little button on the back of somebody's neck the, 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 that's said dead, that's where the alien went giveaway. In. Yeah. 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 But what it was very evident when you were watching this show that these people just appeared, you know, totally unemotional and mechanical. <laughs> and yes, I will make you supper. And the, and the husband like never noticed. <laughs> it. Well, and honey. you'd be shouting, it's an alien. <laughs> How can alien? you not see this? How can you not? Exactly. And so, what what we have now is the capability to produce um, images um, that are undetectable in
0: their falsity,
1: which is a little bit scary.
0: Yeah, that is scary. Um, one quick interjection here. <coughs> Guess what? You're listening to The Bright Side. Yes. And uh, you're Joel Hunter, and I'm Joel Hunter. And now, Tom says that I'm doing a good job. Yes, that's a big thumbs yeah, up, or double we thumbs up to please Tom the producer. If you're He's just the only one here who knows what in, they're doing. Yeah. That's, and so that's, that is true. That is true. I'm so just you, here with salsa in my pants. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, that's a reference to earlier. I'm not just an odd bird. Uh, but yeah, that that technology um, it's it is uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, of ethical uh New ethical ground being uh, uh, covered, and and uh, and and new uh, new laws that are probably going to need to be made because that um, AI technology uh, is is being used to uh, put images of people's faces on other models' faces, and so right. you can put um, if you want uh John Stamos, I'm not sure why I picked him except he's handsome. He's a handsome fella. Uh, <laughs> but if you want John Stamos to uh, you know be uh, the face uh, if, on your evite to your to your you know uh, barbecue that you're having at your house, there's there's technology now that's I mean readily downvotable down and downloadable. Uh, apps, uh, but they're called deep fakes, and you can put anyone's face, and basically what the app does is it analyzes, it's really uh, GPU, graphic processing unit heavy, you have to have a big, you know, heavy GPU card and 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 a pretty beefy computer to do it, but it analyzes hundreds and hundreds of photos of a face at every different angle possible, and is able to, in real time, overlay that onto the, I'm sorry, my headphones are cutting in and out while I'm talking... Um, there we go. Um, it's ob- it's uh, able to over overlay that onto whatever model's face, and it doesn't have to be a willing model. Like you can uh-huh. put that you can put that on on top of I don't do, anything like the that. The good
1: side of this, the bright side of this technology, well done, would be that if if you're going to teach um, surgery virtually. Uh, the
0: capability. Imagine, of, yeah, put John Stamos's face on that patient. <laughs> I know. Now you're if really you trying want to do surgery on John Stamos. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> but then, what are you saying then, if you're
1: doing surgery? Well, I, I'm just saying any kind of teaching tape that uses um, imagery or virtual reality um, would be much more. Um, effective because it is it's so real and you can't tell it you know that it's just a film it's
0: amazing how far i mean even uh i'm not i'm not super old but just in the time since i left medical school you know i graduated medical school in uh 2005 and uh and the difference in how much is accessible now uh Via the internet, compared to when I was there in 2005, I mean, it was like MySpace was around and stuff. I mean, like it wasn't—it wasn't ancient times, uh, unless you're listening to this in your 16, in which case MySpace was a social networking site uh, in <laughs> the, in the uh, m- mid early 2000s, uh, and it was neat. But anyway, uh, it was it was Facebook before it was Facebook, and it had like only young people on it. It was a cool place, and then it just went away. It evaporated. You know why? Because they let people customize their own homepages. So music played when you showed up. But anyway, long story short, now uh, if you're in medical school, the classes—I mean, at least where where I went—the classes now there's a couple people that will go and and take notes and stuff, but it's all online. You have access to every mm. single lecture. I mean, I wrote hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of notes. And we had somebody that you uh, you were in this note-taking group and somebody recorded it and they went home and they transcribed it by hand, you know, and, and, and then they would make copies and put them in everybody's mailbox. Wow. And now it's all just available. And the same thing's true with um, using virtual reality uh, to to look through, uh, even on phone apps and stuff, they have things like Netter's Atlas of, of Anatomy where like, Again, you needed a big book, and now you can actually like look through layers of human anatomy, uh, and uh, and anyway, it's 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 come a long way. Uh, the virtual reality stuff and augmented reality is is another area where there's been a lot of uh, a lot of advancement, and and there's going to be um, as well as other pieces of technology, which is today's topic, and we will talk more about it when we come back from this break. Welcome back to The Bright Side. I'm Joel Hunter, and I am here with my father, Dr. Joel Hunter, as well. And we are talking about technology today. People are talking about it. You know why? There's a lot of it around. We, uh, we have phones, computers, computers. <laughs> microwaves also we could we could name them for the rest of the show but today we're talking about some of the uh, tech uh, advancements of uh, the last 12 months or so uh, and some of the repercussions uh, that that means for our lives and our relationships uh, because if there's anyone I know that's just wise on any topic it is the man sitting to my left and since you can't see me right now I'll just tell you that's my dad <laughs> Dr. Joel Hunter well,
1: this is this is this one is fascinating to me because um, I have traveled a lot in a lot of countries. I think your mom and I have been in 39 different countries. Is that and, is that yeah, I, I believe it. That's yeah. that's crazy. Well, yeah. she was the president of the Global Pastors Wives Network one time, or uh, for three years, and so um, she she's traveled maybe even to more countries than I have, but but it's always fascinating to me. I just love traveling, I love other cultures. But it's been a continual frustration uh, to me when we needed a translator. I've always wanted to learn other languages, just never took the time to do so. Yeah. So um, in the cult classic, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, you slide in Babelfish into your ear, and you can get translations in an instant. Mm -hmm. Good news. Um, Google has come up with an interim solution, $159.00. A pair of earbuds called Pixel Buds. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that work with smartphones um, and are able to to produce practically real time translation. Um, and and for a, a, a large number of um, languages, this is going to be uh, an effective way to be able to communicate personally with those. I think you. You put in the earbuds mm-hmm. that are that are um, virtually invisible, and you hold your phone up, mm-hmm. um, and and your phone hears what somebody is saying, does the translation, it goes into your ears, yep. um, and then you're able to speak back um, into your phone
0: and. Uh, and somehow they can understand you. Yeah, I've actually seen those. I and I watched. Uh, I don't know if it was the CES demo or or if it was just Google's. Um, you know uh, where they where they do their big their big new tech drop and they and they show all the new stuff they're coming up with. But those those Pixel earbuds, they yeah, they look they look like regular uh, Bluetooth headphones, and they're a little bit like Apple's AirPods in that they're you know designed to work really seamlessly with Google software and stuff. And but the reason that that's so. Uh, amazing and, and kind of revolutionary in this in this one area is because Google is ridiculous with the translation stuff that they do I I have patience um, I mean I just I just had a patient last month where um, I spoke as much Chinese as she spoke English uh, which is not much I know Ni uh yeah oh good but I don't good. know what it means uh, xie xie is uh, thank and, you and and now I know she Xie. xie. <laughs> um, and uh, and there's a joke in there anyway uh, so if you know Shay Shay, yeah. like I know Shay <laughs> Shay. Oh, 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 what a gal. Shay Shay didn't show up for <laughs> our show today. Um, so, the, uh, but anyway, uh, I'm, <clears throat> when she comes into clinic, she had, uh, she had LASIK surgery done and uh, at this LASIK place near here. And, and when she comes into clinic, she, it was here. I did it. Um, uh, but when she comes into clinic, she has her Google phone uh, sitting there. And, and, uh, and I think she, I think she does have one of the, uh, uh, what's there is the Nexus, Sean. What's there? What's Google's phone called? The Bugle, the Google Bugle. Uh, <laughs> is it really? No, that'd be so great. <laughs> <Okay. though. laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> fool spend, me. They spent all their money on tech and none on <clears throat> uh, none on branding. <laughs> Sean's face is contorting
1: <laughs> into I know this one, I know this, and, and then it said it's gonna explode. Um,
0: but the uh, like that invasion thing, uh, oh, yeah, like, yeah, man. Um, he has been acting robotic, so the uh, but anyway, they're they're they're. It's the pixel, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, because it, 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 it's pixel right. earbuds, yeah, yeah, that's why. I, uh, there you go. So, but anyway, she will talk in uh, m- I guess Mandarin, um, and say, and I'll just make up what it sounds like, oh. <laughs> you're, you're no. gonna get us into no, so no, much trouble. Uh, that sounded kind okay, of Chinese. All I, all right, I will just as easily do American as <laughs> <and> made up, <laughs> hey, Bob, <later>, dude, <laughs> uh, and. It works for any language uh, but she'll she'll speak in Chinese <laughs> and uh, and then and then the phone will write out what she's saying in in Mandarin you know in the, in the the script uh, and then turn it into English letters and then say it in English and the accuracy of it is amazing um, that is you know fascinating for instance, if she were to say, you're listening to The Bright Side, which Tom's telling me to say because we're halfway through I this know, segment. I know, I know. Who's she would, it with? And she would, say, she would say, you're Dr. Joel Hunter, and there's the other Dr. Joel Hunter there. Who are um, talking about technology. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the the accuracy, and sure, every now and then, you know, I'll say, um, put this in your right eye, and then it'll say, put this in your right myself or something. Like, you <laughs> know, where it's, where it's missing some of the context. But, I mean, the accuracy to get it right is is – Amazing, and so when you think about the idea of just having earbuds in that are that are putting that in your in your ears directly, rather than this this back and forth yeah. over a phone, where you're holding a phone between you, uh, and then you know walking around um, in one of your bajillion companies or companies uh, countries that you've been in. Uh-huh. Just to clarify, Pop doesn't have companies in all those and all those countries. Just friends. <laughs> Just friends. And what is worth more, friends? I say. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Gain the whole world and have your friends. Uh, so anyway, but that that uh, that new the new earbud uh, technology is is going to be neat. The translation technology, um, specifically with doing a lot more conference calling and all that stuff. It's it's really it's really come a long way. You know what? I, I'm I'm thinking about this. This is this has nothing to do with technology,
1: but it would be great if they, uh, you know, think of the process of translating um, a language into uh, an, an accurate um, um, local language, how it has to be in a certain context. Mm-hmm. It has to um, choose between three different meetings, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so on and so forth. How handy would it be to have that between a man and a woman <laughs> because men and women talk almost, I
0: mean, the same words, but, but a different, it's a different way. Yeah. So like, yeah. Like if, if, so if, if it's one person says, do you want a sweater? Then the translator says it's cold in here, go turn up the thermostat. Yeah, like, so you exactly, actually know, like, exactly. oh, that's, yeah, that's exactly uh, that's uh yeah, that would be, that'd be really <laughs> impressive. Who knows what's, what's really interesting about, Artificial intelligence, and it's the thing that really frightens people that talk a lot about it. You know, Stephen Hawking is is one of the ones who who really um, he's you know clearly not a luddite. He's a fan of uh, you know technology and 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 leaps forward in our in our understanding of the universe and and of the technology that helps us to discover it. But he is a a sober voice of reason about getting too caught up and running away too mm-hmm. fast with artificial intelligence because the thing that's so amazing about it is the same thing that's that's a little bit off-putting about it which is when you reach a tipping point where it really is educating itself way past what what we do Uh, and sure a computer uh, will take a long time before it makes its first joke and before it you know has creative expression and and imagination the way that we think of with it with a human mind but there's a lot of stuff that it can do you know a whole lot faster Um, and so uh, if 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 that stuff working against us ever comes down to things like uh, dividing by pi, well, we're in big trouble because they can do that really <laughs> fast. I, dividing, ne- the pie? dividing the pi? Dividing the pi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, no. They, they did that in my day.
0: Pi. No, no. P-I. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's the <clears throat> radius of a circle divided by the circumference. Look at you. Uh, yes. I'm just to, proud of you. I had to learn that once. 3.1415926. That's not their phone number. That's Pi. Uh, <laughs> don't call that. Don't call that number. Or maybe do and tell us what you, yeah, tell us what that is. See, I'm see who's on the other end. I think I'd be like, oh, Hello, is this Pi? Stop calling nerds. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I hate this number. <laughs> Geeks all day. <laughs> it's never enough. Uh, um, uh, before we uh, go to the next uh, thing that you've got is the new tech inventions mm-hmm. that are coming out. I'll say that we're going to have to cut off in one minute to go to a break. but. Do you have a teaser for the next next thing on the list? We can either do genetic fortune telling.
1: Um, I mean, you can tell from um, an analysis of your DNA, uh, your chances of predicting um, diseases or even your IQ, or we
0: can talk about 3D metal printing. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna check, I'm gonna pick the genetic uh, fortune telling just because it'll let me do my Miss Cleo impersonation, oh, yeah. which is pretty good. Okay, so, good. We'll see you in just a few minutes after this break. Welcome back to the bright side with uh, me, Joel Hunter, and my dad. Also, Joel Hunter. Joel Hunter. We're, we're all... Paradox. It's, it's Joel we're Hunters all, all the way down. Yeah. It's Turtles all the way down. <laughs> uh, uh, we are uh, talking today about uh, technology uh, and really just kind of making up what we're talking about as we go along. You probably couldn't even tell because it's been pretty engaging, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> but the point of this show in general is just to talk about um, things that are uh, things that have an effect on uh, our community, our relationships, uh, our culture. And 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 technology is is certainly one of those. Um, and there's there's been some uh, advances uh, in technology, uh, really, uh, most notably in the last 350 years. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it kind of hit a slow spot there for about 200,000 years, and then really, I know, it just took off like a rocket. Yeah, Lavoisier comes along, and then pew, <laughs> through the roof. Yeah, you you're you're pasteurizing beef. It's all yeah. So anyway, since then, um, and then and then the big jump. Uh, lately, in computing technology, has changed things uh, a lot. Before we left uh, 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 for the break, Pop was talking a little bit about um, the the idea of of reading uh, reading our genes. No, not not blue genes. <laughs> not Gene Simmons. This is, our genetic information. This is going to be uh, one of my
1: favorites, partially because uh, the head of the Human Genome Project is a friend of mine.
0: Yeah, yeah, Francis hey, and, Collins. And for anyone listening. That's, I mean, like literally. I kind of, I, I always, I believe Pop because he's the most honest man I know. But when he said Francis, Collins, like, it wasn't like he would like be like, "Guess who's my friend?" Because uh, he's older than eleven. But, uh, but <laughs> he would talk about Francis Collins sometimes, you know, breezily in conversation as like. And then Francis said, and so I said, and like he's the director of the NIH. I mean, he's the he he he's the guy who unraveled the human genome. He's he is the rock star of rock stars in science, but they're like actually friends. I went to this thing that Francis Collins talked at and I was like sitting out in the tables with my water being like, Oh, this is neat. Look at, there he is right there. And then he said, he's like, and Joel's here tonight. I'm just, I'm so glad you chose to come. I'm honored you would even come to just <laughs> sit here for a while. You're, oh, this is my best friend down here. And I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Well,
1: Francis is such a neat guy. He's he's, guy. he's an evangelical Christian, mm-hmm. um, which, which is, you ought to hear the story of that. Um, uh, he was raised in a, in a non-believing family, and he's probably the most brilliant man I've ever met, aside from you. Well,
0: that's, um, thank you. Just brilliant. He pointed um, at Tom, the producer. By the way, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but he has uh, and has this incredible um, encyclopedic mind. But he was the head of the Human Genome Project, now uh, head of the NIH, which is the largest research uh, scientific research body in the world. Um, but when we talk about this next segment of the technological developments, I, I I'm thinking about him. The last time I was with him, he said, "I said, tell me what's new." And he said, "I, I he said I'll, I'll I'll tell you in private because I can't you know speak about it publicly because it's not been you know mm-hmm. fully developed yet and all that kind of stuff." But it was fascinating. Mm. This is one of the aspects that I read in this particular article. <clears throat> it says one day babies will get a DNA report card at birth. Mm. That is to say, <clears throat> that they will they can offer predictions. Now, this these aren't sure predictions because, as you know, Joel, and you can explain to us um, in more depth, um, um, our our genes are are more predispositions, and they offer higher chances of certain mm-hmm. possibilities than others because everything interacts with environment and and um, life events and and other genes and so on and so forth and so. Um, a lot of it is not about genetics, but epigenetics, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, that is which genes are triggered. But <clears throat> now uh, scientists can use your genome to predict your chances of getting heart disease or breast cancer uh, or even, to a, a pretty accurate extent, your IQ. Mm. Um, and, and I think that in a way that will, um, that will be a good thing because— if we're prone to a particular kind of disease and we're alert to it, then we can take more precautions, um, common yeah. sense precautions, to, to change our lifestyle. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of there's there's a lot of those um, there's a lot of those genetic predispositions where we having a heads up is is really really helpful and not just in a in a depressing way of you know getting uh, getting your you know house to be you to get a house that doesn't have stairs cause you know that you're going to fall down them next year. It's, it's, it's stuff like, um, uh, there are genetic diseases that are, um, uh, have different, uh, heredity to them, you know, whether it's a, whether it's dominant or recessive or whether it's sex linked. And, um, and so having an idea about that stuff, um, is really helpful when you're, uh, when you're, Uh, talking about having a family and then there's a lot of stuff that really there's a lot more understanding of how uh, diet and environment and all this stuff because really you know it says a lot about how complicated the genetic code is that um, you've got I think the number is like 3.2 billion base pairs that make up and we don't really even know how many active genes there are now if this is maybe we found out three months ago and somebody's Driving being like, yes, we do. But uh if you're listening, Dr. Collins, uh he, you probably know. Uh, and but, if you
1: just tuned in, this is
0: the bright side
1: well, man, with the well Doctor Joe Hunter. That was well. Yeah, done. Just while we're talking about You it. crushed that one. That
0: was <laughs> seamless. Just trying to make Tom happy. <laughs> you know? uh, so, we're here for Tom. <laughs> um, so the uh but anyway, this there's some somewhere between, you know, the the guesses have ranged between is it is it somewhere like 30 thousand of these genes are are active and contribute to who we are. Is it more like 150,000, but it's, it's, it's a lot, but it's this, it's this huge, unbelievably complicated molecular machinery that, that's, that's, that causing all of our, all of our, uh, all the parts of our body that we don't have to, no one sits down and thinks like, I'm going to digest lunch now. Um, well I do sometimes, uh, this if I'm going to take a break, but uh, but nobody has to think through uh, all of all of what makes up their body. Um, but all of that stuff is run. You know, our genetic code is, uh, and this is insulting uh, to people to find this out. But we're like a monk, a chimpanzee specifically, and us, it's 98. Similar carbon copy. Uh, That's why I like bananas. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's That's, it's
1: got to be why I just love
0: bananas. That is, that is probably it, why. it. Could be 98.5 with me. <laughs> Just that one oh, extra banana. One. I know you may not know this, but a love for bananas is 0.5 percent of the human <laughs> genome. It takes up enormous. But anyway, it's there's so much of our molecular machinery that that runs on that stuff, and uh, well, all of it runs on genes. That was a stupid thing to say. So much of it, all of it does. Um, but the breakdown of those things are are uh, so far upstream. That we can't really know the repercussions farther down the line. So having a specific mutation in a gene, it's a lot like if you if you ever saw on The Price Is Right when they do Plinko and they would put the the little token thing at the top and it would bounce down all the pegs. Oh yeah. Um, you had some general idea if they went on one side, you know where it was going to plop down eventually, but um, there was so much that was impacting that so much uh, so much uh, elastic collision with nature along the way down that you didn't know that, and that then final. There, then there's also
1: point. the question of. Do you want to know? I mean, if if I have more of a propensity toward Alzheimer's, do I really want to know that? I yeah. mean, uh, it, it may cause me to eat a little differently or exercise a little bit, you know, more or somehow keep my body. But you know, that could be really discouraging. I mean, if with a certain type of of um, psychological makeup. You could just give up. Yeah, well, yeah. I might the, as well just not try.
0: You run the danger of of self fulfilling prophecies in either direction. Now, did it help Macbeth one bit to think he was going to be the king of Scotland? No, I'd say not. Uh, <laughs> I think things ended poorly for him. Uh, and and but that's that's really true of 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 genetic testing because we can we can learn about propensity, but we can't learn anything about fate, you know, where where things, uh, where propensity things will Propensity is not destiny. Ooh, I like Look that. Look at that. Ooh, that Woo! is good. I got a little preacher left in me. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> propensity is not destiny. Uh, so... Uh, that is uh, pretty much the show today. We just wanted to go through and talk about some of the stuff that was interesting to us. Hopefully it was interesting to you. Uh, Pop, any final words that you have? Well, propensity is not, no. Well. (laughs) I I just
1: think that we don't need to be afraid because like any developing uh, capability, we can use it for good or we can use it for harm. It's our decision. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still in charge of what we make out of what we're handed, whether it's handed by um, a very skilled man or whether it's handed just how God made us. Mm -hmm. And so we just need to pay pay attention to using whatever we're given in the best possible way and help people that um, need help, Uh, because
0: ultimately that's why we're still here. Technology allows helpability, darn it no it's just you you're the only one that's got it thanks for listening to The Bright Side this week Uh, we're gonna be back here next week it'll be Thursday night at 7.30 is that what time it is no 7 7 o'clock Thursday night at 7 o'clock on 102.5 thanks so much have a great week